Hey, how's it going? It's Tommy G here and welcome to episode 114 of Tommy G Talks. This episode is all about taking full responsibility. So in the beginning, I'm going to set out what that actually means and then I'll be joined by a guest, a friend of mine. His name is Chris and he's just done some amazing fundraising on behalf of the charity that my family and I set up when my younger brother Jamie passed away. He's raised some money for us doing this very cool, like awesome challenge that he's just completed and he's just going to share his story and he's going to also share how he's turned his life around because I met Chris about five years ago and I, I didn't know much about him. I didn't realize that he was struggling quite the way he was. And he really has turned himself around. It's very inspiring. And I want to just bring some attention to the fact that Chris is just like you and I. Just a, He's a human being. He's just doing his best to live healthy and happy. And you know, he doesn't have a book coming out. He's not a speaker. You know, he doesn't run any, any businesses or do anything like that which I think is just amazing because he's just he just defines what's possible for people. People just doing their best, doing their thing. And so I hope that you are also inspired by this because everybody has a story and we're going to hear a little bit about Chris's uh, in this episode today. And then there's a, a little bit of Q&A at the end because, again, this was filmed with a live um, broadcasted audience on Facebook and if you're not already on the Facebook page, make sure you check it out. It's facebook.com forward slash Tommy Gentleman Coaching. We film the podcast live these days and the audio comes off um, onto iTunes and Spotify, which is where you probably are now. So uh, thanks for being here. Um, do let me know what you think of this episode by tagging me uh, in your screenshots or your 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 messages and comments on Instagram. Just use my handle, which is at Tommy Gentleman. Okay, let's get into it. This is episode 114, Taking Full Responsibility. Okay, let's talk about taking full responsibility. Now, the first time that I fully became aware of what taking responsibility really meant was uh, out in New Zealand when I first got out there. I spent all my money because I had only intended to go out there for a holiday. I was only planning on going out there for like two and a half months and decided to stay. So I was on the other side of the world. I wanted to get a bit of experience. I wanted to learn the fitness industry and I wanted to kind of see what life was about as an adult. I'd had a pretty, you know, amazing childhood, but very sheltered in the sense that I was safe. I always had food on the table. I always had things there for me. I was always looked after, and I can't thank my parents enough for that. But being on the other side of the world is the closest I've ever been to kind of being on my own fully. And although I had an auntie two and a half, three hours down the road from where I was living in Auckland City, I knew that she was there and she would, you know, look after me. I still felt like I was you know, on my own. I didn't really know anyone. Every, every face was a stranger. And I remember this one time that I rang my parents and I rang my parents because, well, when you're on the other side of the world and you're 20 years old, you kind of only ring your parents for two things. One, to check in because you haven't checked in for a while or two, for some money. So I rang my parents for some money because I wanted to buy a bed. 
a bed I would consider to be a pretty fundamental thing in someone's life, right? Something that, you know, when you're brought up in a world where you've slept in a bed every night, apart from choice, when you might have slept in a tent maybe or slept on the street when you were camping out, you slept in a bed pretty much every night of your life. And so you'd consider a bed to be a pretty normal thing. Um, you could call that a privileged position, of course, because many people don't have that. But at this point in my life, I thought, this is a no-brainer. I haven't got a bed. I need to buy a bed. I also haven't got any money. So my parents are surely going to lend me some money to buy a bed. It's not like I'm asking them to buy, like, give me money to buy some clothes uh, or, or, you know, the new trainers that I want or anything like that. It's a bed. So I'm like, yeah, this is going to be easy. I ring up. I speak to my mum and um, I look, mum, I'm going to have to um, be sent some more money here because I need to buy a bed. I'm sleeping on the floor at the moment and um, it'd be nice to be sleeping in a bed. So, you know, uh, when, you know, when can I expect the money? Uh, and she went quiet. I was like, hang on, this doesn't seem right. And she, uh, she started talking to my dad. I could hear them in the background. And then uh, she came back on the phone and she said, she said, uh, son, we're not going to give you any money. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? You're not going to give me any money. I need to buy a bed. This is a bed we're talking about. And she said, no, your father said that you're going to have to figure it out. And in that moment, I realized that I only had two choices. One was to sulk about it. And actually, my dad did offer. He said, look, if you want to come home, your flight's paid for. Get on the plane and come home, mate, if you can't handle it. Well, okay. Or the other option was to actually um, get off my high horse because I was this like big time personal trainer. There's no way I'm going to do any other kind of work to get paid. I'm this big, big time PT that's come over from the UK get off my high horse so I didn't have any clients and go and earn some money, do some hard work, get some money to buy this bed. And it was the start of a very important process for me because I started realizing that I don't know it all and I'm not going to get it all given to me. And that was the start of taking full responsibility, which actually really helped me. And I appreciate that a lot of other people have got like a way like more grand story of what taking full responsibility means to them. But if I hadn't learned that in that moment, there is no way whatsoever that I would have been able to overcome the hardest moment in my life, which is when, as many of you know, my younger brother passed away unexpectedly shortly after I got home from New Zealand. There is no way that I would have been able to intrinsically grasp the concept of taking full responsibility of what was going on in my life if I had not have had that lesson. Because that's the thing. The lesson isn't always the most obvious one. It could be something very trivial in comparison to the hardest thing in your life. But without the lesson, you're always going to turn to somebody else and expect them to do it for you. And that's what taking full responsibility means, I think. It's knowing that you cannot turn to somebody else and expect them to do it for you. Nobody is going to look after you and wipe your ass for the rest of your life. It has to be you. You have to understand at some point that you are the one that can change it and nobody else. And that if you whinge and moan and complain and be the victim and play that victim mentality over and over when you wake up in the morning and blame other people and not take it on yourself, then you'll forever be stuck. And as soon as you take that responsibility, as soon as you're able to see your choices and understand that it's only you that can get yourself out of it because it's only you that got yourself there, that's when you're able to start seeing the change. 
And I know that many of you watching this or listening to this now will be listening to it or, or whatever and just thinking, nah, I'm not really sure about that. And that's okay. Like your natural instinct will be to push it away because it is quite spiky. And I'll be honest, I have done that before with other things that I knew were the truth, right? Because this is the way to bring yourself out of that spiral, to take that full responsibility. And I also know that some of you, some of you will be listening to this and going, yeah, I know that to be true because I've done it. So whether you're in position A, which is that you haven't yet managed to fully take that responsibility, don't worry, this will help you. Or you're in position B, which is, yeah, you've done it and you know how it feels. And I call upon you at position B to extend your arm to people in position A and let them know that it is possible. And so that's why tonight I'm very excited because I have a guest joining me tonight. And this guest, he is a friend of mine that I've played football with for the last four or five years. Uh, we, we met through sport, you know, it, it's been through football that we met and I've been playing in midfield with this guy for four or five seasons. You know, we've stood side by side representing our football team, uh, you know, Sunday league, Sunday level football. And, you know, where you think you get to know someone pretty well, you know, you, you, you change with them in the changing room, you go out for a few drinks with them and you spend that time every single week. And um, yet there's always so much going on in people's lives behind the scenes that we don't see. And so I want to give this guy the kudos he deserves, the courage that this guy has shown to do this tonight and just to live his life in a way of choice now and to break away from anything that may have been restricting him from enjoying his life and the challenges that he may have been faced with and the demons that he may have had before. And to know that he's always going to be a work in progress, just like all of us. I think it shows you know, a lot of courage. And I, I just want to make that very clear that this guy, he, this is the first time he's ever done this. You know, he, he's not a speaker. He doesn't have a podcast. He's not writing a book or anything like that. But, you know, that's what makes it even more special because I think sometimes, and you know, I've been very vocal about this, guys. Sometimes being that can sort of cloud the raw realness of it. The realness of being a human being and being equal and everyone being the same and everyone having a spectrum of emotions of good and bad and and joy and pain and understanding that there are people just like us, you and I, and you look to the left and to the right of you and behind you and in front of you. And these human beings are just like you going through stuff and always trying to do their best to learn and grow and move forwards. So I know he's looking forward to this. Right, mate. I've, I've kind of set it up and um, given people a little idea as to, uh, yeah, Carlton said we're all good. He can hear us. Um, as to kind of you know how we know each other but why are you here mate why are you why are you here with me on this um well that's a good topic really um i mean i had a lot of shit when i was growing up um sexually abused at a young age um led me to make really bad decisions like life decisions um later on uh drink and drug problems which led to like depression. I've always had a little bit of anxiety. Um, but, um, well, two years ago, I tried taking my own life as well. And that was kind of like a turning point for me. Um, 
I shared with like my family, close family, that obviously what had happened to me when I was younger. Um, and then just started to rebuild my life from there, basically. Uh, starting from habits, basically, taking responsibility for my actions. Um, Mate, first of all, thank you for sharing that because it is it takes a lot of courage to do that. Yeah, it's that, nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, you're you're here, right? This is how many times have you done this before? You know? It's it's good to have you here, buddy. Um and I guess like there are so many people, right, who go go into adulthood carrying all kinds of negative experiences, trauma, yeah. abuse, that is just not their fault. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's it, like, it affects like every life, de- uh, life decision, um, things like that. You just, it's something you just can't escape. Um, but you have to meet it head on. Um, I think that's my massive turning point, obviously sharing it with other people and stuff. So, yeah it's really important to address it and, and use this. Like you, you said to me in a message, I've got something I want to share and I think I can do that with your platform. And that's exactly what this is about really, because I, I think sometimes it can be perceived from stuff like this podcast or similar people doing what I do and what I'm doing here and, you know, books and that kind of thing. Yeah. But like there's this other way of living that's just like not accessible for certain people and that you have to be some sort of like, I don't know, you have to be different to have that, that happiness and that understanding that you can do something. And sometimes I think it can be perceived like that. Am I ever going to be good enough? Am I ever going to be able to do anything that I can be proud of in that way? You won't mind me sharing that recently you've done an amazing thing and raised over 700 pounds for, the Jamie G Sporting Trust, which we are very grateful for, which makes it even more special to be talking to you now because the trust was set up by myself, my family, my mum, my dad, and and our, our close um, friends and family after Jamie, my younger brother, passed away, right? Yeah. So when um, I took Lincoln, my son, with me, and we drove in the car, and bearing, bearing in mind the COVID situation, we couldn't really, really get out and support you as yeah. well as I'd like to have. But we were there with you, and you you won't mind me sharing this, but you know, you, you, you cried and you had a little cry. Yeah. Yeah. And you said to me, you said, you said, I can't remember word for word, but it was something like, I just can't believe that I've done something. Yeah. It was, yeah, like, I can't yeah. believe you said, I can't believe I've done something like, so it was something like that. Yeah, and I just no, remember. Th- um, yeah. Cause go on. I've never felt anything like I did just doing that. I mean, um, it's, it's definitely given me a lot more uh, motivation to do something else. Um, whether it just be for raising money for someone or just as another personal challenge behind closed doors, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was massively ins- inspiring to see that look on your face, mate, because it was like, it was more than, it meant more than just, I finished the the challenge, which the challenge of course was the, four miles every four hours for 48 hours. And we'll talk yeah. about that in a minute because I expect people will know about that, but it was more than just completing the challenge. It, it, you know, it looked like, and I know that feeling cause I've been there myself many times when yeah. that moment means, 
more. It's like it's closure. It's the demons have disappeared. It's like I've just done something that surpasses all the limits that I might have been under before. Yeah, definitely. Never thinking that you could achieve something like that and then doing it is only possible when you take full responsibility because you didn't do that by chance. You chose to do that. You took responsibility for that. And that was amazing to see. And, um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that that people can take from having you here and talking to me now on this is that it's never, you're never, it's never too late. It's yeah, never definitely. too late to, 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 to decide to change it and do something differently. And that it happens through small actions. Small yeah. things lead, lead to big things. Do you want to kind of give me an example of that and how that's worked for you? Um, small things. Um, I think my biggest problem when I was really suffering with like depression and stuff was literally as simple as not getting out of bed. Um, I had no motivation to do anything. I signed off work for a very long time. Um, but just doing little things in the morning, like starting making my bed, um, just adding little tasks. And then obviously the the rewards I were getting from those little tasks were were massive because I was so used to not being able to do anything. Um, and then, yeah, that's just my best example, really, of just little things. Um, it just kind of grew from there and it just, you know, like planted the seed, like you said, so... What were some of the things that were kind of keeping you going, mate? Because, you know, you mentioned being in that dark place a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. Yeah, what kept you... What, fuck it. What kept you here, Chris? Um, my son. I think if it wasn't for my son and my partner and obviously other family members and stuff as well. Um, but there wasn't much else, to be honest. I was just fed up of not being able to... I felt trapped. Um, obviously, I was sexually abused by an older male. Um, and for a man to have to hold something like that in, I mean, a woman to hold that in even. But, you know, it's like alpha males, like, used to intimidate me and stuff. And, like, when I was drinking, I used to put on this hard man act just to, like, protect myself kind of thing. But, um yeah, there's loads, loads and little, we could be here all day, all things that I felt like that have been holding me back. But um, something like this, I'd never have done this before because my anxiety, um, I used to care a lot about what people think about me. But over the years, since I've you know started facing my problems head on, I literally don't care what anyone thinks. And I think that's a main point. Um, you know, football coaching, started football coaching again, uh, for Pezzo, as you know. Um, I would never have seen myself doing something like that. Um, I actually got my coaching badge when I was 18 years old, but obviously it held me back from going places and, you know, coaching. So, Yeah. And how does it feel now, mate? Like, come on, how, how good does it feel just owning it and just being there and doing these cool things, coaching football, raising over 700 quid for charity, like Come on, how does that feel? Uh, it's, it's, the best way I can explain it is just it's given me more mental bandwidth width to focus on stuff that actually matters. Um, I'm, you know, spending a lot more time with my family. Uh, you know, just little things, focusing on getting a career and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, and you've, you're doing it, aren't you? Like small actions add up yeah. to big results. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I love how consistent you are as well to learn. 
you're always reading you're always listening to your audio books you're always yeah well to... I, I say reading I've, I've tried reading a couple of times it's it's quite hard for me to get into um for the audio books. a lot of yeah a lot of audio yeah. books i do to be fair yeah it's, i've it's got like loads of books that i've bought I, i've got books i bought and then bought the audio books i was like i'm just not gonna read it yeah a lot of the audio books are going that direction now as well aren't they because they can kind of put a little spin on it with you know like interviews in between and all that sort of stuff so I think and would you recommend that it's like oh well, what would you recommend to now, particularly any guy that's sort of listening to this and thinking well where do david, i start uh david goggins can't hurt me and that would be a good place to start that'd be a very good place to start i mean i've listened to a load of books leading up to that that have really helped me but that one kind of made a massive impact it's kind of what led me to do that challenge and raise money for your charity so well that i mean it's a it's a great thing to know isn't it if someone's watching this or listening to this that there's that resource david goggins is a an incredible man and a lot of people have a lot of love for him yeah um, again like his his mental strength which is exists only because of mental struggle yeah yeah i mean I, I thought my background was quite bad but when you listen to his jesus it's, you know everyone's got a story but it's, it's down to you at the end of the day and how you what road you go down yeah we talk on on here about the warrior mentality of being a warrior is about understanding that the only way that you can ever have shame is if you if you just give up yeah you you can fight your battle if you fight or when you fight your battles you always win because you either learn or you achieve and you move forward to the next battle and there are so many guys out there that are maybe stuck in that place that you might have been before that feel like they need to hide from the problem or hide from the thing in the past because of the shame yeah when actually by hiding they're denying the warrior's journey because the warrior's journey is to go face that challenge head on like you did yeah. except that it happened except that it, it did happen and what are you going to do about it now yeah, you can't change it you've just got to work with it you've got to use it yeah and it's such an easy thing to say isn't it mate but it's such a hard yeah. thing to do i'm sure I mean, yeah i mean I, like you said it, i didn't just wake up one day and then you know i was ready to face it, it you know yeah. it's, um, those small small changes you know even if, if you're struggling telling someone something um just try to tell them every time you see them even if yeah. you put it up that time maybe you might tell them the next time but it's still you you want to make that step and you will get over that line so it's once that starts it, it won't stop and you know it kind of worked for me it did mate i mean you're here and you're achieving great things and you're moving forwards and you're happy yeah yeah 100 you know, 100% happy. there's even in our local community there's far too many people that have taken their own lives and people that we've grown up, grown up with, um, which is, is terribly sad. And yeah. it's not just in our local area, but it's a, it's a problem in our country. And, you know, globally, it's, it's, it's really quite, it is sad. It's, it's one of the saddest things I think it, it's hard to talk about even. But yeah. um, you, you've been in that 
it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I actually think that those kinds of thoughts, and we're going to go into an interesting space here, which I, I think is important because this is a problem. It's happening. It's yeah. happening. And it's going to, you know, unless we talk about it, it's never going to change. I think those thoughts exist within all of us. I think if we aren't able to think like that, then there's probably something wrong because we're not comprehending it to be an option. Of course it's an option. It's always going to be an option. It's always yeah. going to be an option, right? Because it is, of course. Like so is um so is moving to Fiji. Like that's an option. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like there's always yeah. there's always like a, a billion options of how to deal with something. But the but what what's what's awful about it is it seems to be an option that's becoming more becomes more attractive for taking the pain away. Yeah. And that's that's the really really devastating part because there's so many other options and at I that mean, it's, moment you don't see any other options. Yeah, it's strange like for something like this to be happening this day and age when we're connected through social media and all that, but we are really disconnected at some point, somewhere. I don't know. But people, yeah, need, to, like, people need to feel like they can they can talk about things. Yeah, if we don't talk about it. I made a real promise with this and those guys and girls that have watched the last couple of months on the Bunker Talk sessions yeah. um, to use this platform more. Um, to, to not... How am I trying to... Just use this platform to do more like purposeful and meaningful good by yeah. not being afraid to talk about some of the harder topics and by having people like yourself come and discuss from your point of view, it only helps more people because, you know, it's far, it's, it's very easy for me to talk about it. I didn't live it. Yeah. You know, yeah, I can yeah. talk about it, but, but I don't know. Who, who am I like to say I didn't live it, you know, Yeah, you did and others that watch this and others that listen to this, you know, if that's you as well, then the question I will ask you is what can you do? What can you do? Not just to help yourself, but to help others, because actually one way to help yourself is to help others. We're all connected. And what Chris is saying is great because we do tend to pick on social media and point fingers, but that is the victim mentality again. You can point fingers at social media and say it's social media's fault and social media is bad and da da da, but social media is not alive. It's a tool. It's an extension of us. So there's also a really useful way to use social media. You can reach out and you can join groups, support groups, networks. You would not believe how much difference it makes to join even a Facebook group with people who just think like you. Yeah. yeah there's that kind of support is out there it is out there like for everything i'm part of a and actually this is quite cool you hope you don't mind me sharing this chris just for 30 seconds i'm yeah, part of a facebook group and i'm going to have the um the creator of this facebook group group as a guest on the podcast in a couple of weeks time i'm in a facebook group for, for guys growing their hair and like <laughs> hair has always been a massive problem for me i've like always thought i had just shit hair since i was a kid and since I've joined this group, I've just felt like I'm not like, I don't know, I feel just better. <laughs> and, and, and that's just a very obscure example. And we'll talk a little bit about that, obviously, in a couple of weeks when I have Thomas, who's the creator of this group, um, as, a, as a guest. But there are so many other 
pods and networks and places that people can go just for other people that are similar to them. We need that in our lives. Human beings need that. They need that tribal feeling, you know, and, and I guess maybe you got a bit of that from, from the football team. I don't know. Like you kept turning up to football even through those moments. So maybe that was still. Yeah. I mean, football for me has always been an escape. Uh, Alcohol was an escape at one point, but football's always been that escape from when I was a little kid. Just, yeah, um, it is literally on the pitch when the whistle's blowing like 90 minutes. It's probably when I can actually be my proper self without having to think about anything else, apart from when I'm at home with my family. But, yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, it's been good Good fun playing playing side by side, mate, in that midfield. Yeah, so right. Shout out to World Royals. We're yeah. coming out strong. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. We're coming it's out strong for this new season. You better watch out, everyone. It's going to be good. Uh, Andrew yeah. Brown, an interesting point about being connected through social media, but not connected physically. It brings to mind the. You're going to have to help me out with that word, Miss Missnama. Sorry, Andrew. Give me it. Tell me what it means. Of social distancing, which is not a good thing. It's really physical distancing. As socially being distant is antisocial. Uh, he's also shared there that his father committed suicide when he was eight months old and it affected him for decades, but on a subconscious yeah. level. And it will, like, even being that young and not sort of being there to experience it on the level of depth that, of course, we would perceive now, knowing that that's happened your whole life, of course, of course, that's going to have an effect. And obviously, thank you so much for for sharing that, Andrew. It's very um, important that we can talk about these things misnamed thank you while we're here um yeah misnamed social distancing physical distancing definitely um because we don't have to actually not talk to anyone do we we can use social media we can use zoom i said right on the start of all this like imagine if this lockdown had happened 15 years ago when we had like our nokia 5210s and we were like playing snake in our spare time for you know a bit of fun (laughs) we would not have zoom we would not have amazon we would not have like facebook we wouldn't even have facebook it would have been a lot worse we wouldn't we wouldn't have netflix we wouldn't have youtube in fact it was kelly and i's anniversary the other day and we've been together now well we've been together for like i think 10 11 years but we've been married for five yeah and i said to her i said kel get this when we met this is what we used to do we used to walk to blockbuster and rent a film <laughs> we used to rent a film and it was like shit that doesn't feel that long ago but now it's just been like deleted as a thing we don't do that anymore yeah. because we've got netflix we've got amazon prime yeah so you know there, there's so much opportunity now, but the thing is mate like you think like the opportunity is there like there's so much more opportunity but then there's also so much more weight on our shoulders isn't there like there's a lot more pressure out there in the world it seems yeah yeah it's just figuring out how to lean one way instead of the other yeah 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 i feel like i i don't know if i could have gone back and relived again and you know maybe somehow thought about how i would come off the path i was on but um it really doesn't matter anymore i'm off it now i'm on the other path i'm on the right one but um yeah. Uh, who knows like how many people will benefit from this conversation, Chris, and this conversation would not have happened had it been any different whatsoever. Yeah, true. Any different. That's what I love about the warrior's journey is there's just a life of consequences. And if you, if you don't act now, if you're listening to this and you think, okay, 
I recognize I have the choice. If you don't act now, it doesn't like that. You don't, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself. Just being aware of it is the first thing, but acting at some point in the near future will send you on a path of consequences that will be better than if you had not acted on it at all. So it doesn't matter what's happened because it's happened. We would not be having this conversation if you hadn't been through what you've been through and I hadn't been what yeah. I've been through and the world hadn't been what it had been through. But we are having that conversation and there's so much more that we'll do because of it, you know? And yeah. the power of your choices is what's made that happen. Because you couldn't choose the other stuff. Yeah. But you chose this. Yeah, yeah, good point. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yourself, mate. It's, um, <laughs> I do, it's mate. Yeah. I do. <laughs> it's good to see that smile, mate. <laughs> so while we're here, just for the for the next sort of few minutes, if you're watching this and it's connecting with you at any level here, just um, let us know, just like Andrew did, your point of view here and, you know, how you see this. What's it, what does it mean to you to take full responsibility and, and how have you done that? Give us an example of how you've done that in your life. It's really important that we're able to share these things because there could be somebody watching this either, even in two years' time because it will just be floating around the internet. And they might just see it and think, well, now I believe it. Now I believe it because I can hear it and I, I've heard it many times, but watching this or listening to this, now I believe it. Now I'm going to do something. Now I'm going to, you know, so the more we can add to that, the better. Um, Chris has shared a lot, which we're very grateful for tonight. Thank you, mate. Um, and right, mate. also, you know, just getting involved in, in you guys as well. Um, Gary, good to have you here again. Gary's been here pretty much every week and these, since we started, which is great. He even joined Instagram just to say hi. Cause in the last, uh, <laughs> in the last broadcast, I did mention that a lot of the chat goes down on, uh, on Instagram. So appreciate that, Gary. Well done. Good job, mate. Yeah. We've got to wear these scars with pride, mate. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Okay. I mean, yeah, coming off this, it's probably going to push me even further, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's impossible uh, just to... Oh, come on, I was proper shaking, but I feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've, mate, you, you, we did a little test, didn't we, before... And at no point, because you've only known about this for like 24 hours or less than, less than 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, do you want to do, do it tonight? You're like, yeah, right. <laughs> and there is no way that the Chris that I met three or four years ago <laughs> would have uh, would have even engaged in that thought. No, no, no definitely not. It's really cool, mate. It's very it's, inspiring. Day was going on. I must have come up with a million excuses to say why <laughs> or just you know to bail out but that's just uh one of those things i've learned now obviously you just got to be consistent you've got to dive in the deep end anything scares you more reason to do it so right, good for you mate i think we can all take a piece of that and think about where we are where in our lives are we hiding a little bit you know in what areas of our lives do we think we can do a little bit more are we being a bit shy are we holding back because we're scared of maybe what other people think or, or failing. That's not the warrior's way. The warrior's way gets stuck in and does their best because the only loss really is giving up and feeling that regret, feeling like you could have done something, but you didn't. The only time to do it is in the moment, in the present, in the now. So mate, thank you so much for sharing everything that you have tonight. No worries, it's been, mate. 
it's been awesome chatting to you about it and i really really appreciate you you know that as a friend yeah and uh, i'm really grateful grateful for our our uh our relationship our our um yeah playing football together and you know it's more than that i think as well yeah definitely um and uh yeah thanks for being here i really appreciate it mate is there anything that you would like to ask because asking a question and putting it out there to the audience of the here and the podcast forever because it's going to be there for eternity um what's one question that you think would be a good question to ask to ask what the 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 listeners the, the listeners yeah um what are you going to do tomorrow that's going to make you better what are you going to do tomorrow that's going to make you better that is a hell of a question mate thank you for that and um if you're listening to this then do reach out on social media the best thing to do the easiest thing to do would be to tag me and say chris's question and then your answer and then anyone who does that i'll repost it and i'll obviously share it with you chris as well um so that you can see what people say to, to that question all right mate well thank you for being here i'm going to um bid you farewell and i'll catch up with you in a bit um yep. well done mate that was Thank awesome you. take it easy Cheers. thanks for this. see you mate i think it's very very brave very admirable and inspiring and i'm proud to call him a friend I just want to take this extra moment while you're doing that to thank you for being here, for listening, for being um, in this in this together with with everybody watching. And for those of you listening on the repeat on the podcast, thanks for being a listener of Tommy G Talks on iTunes or Spotify. It's um, an interesting time to be a subscriber of this podcast because, like no other time um, previous to to now, 2020. I have zero and absolutely no zero um, expectation for this channel other than sharing content that I think will be helpful for other human beings. And although I've always believed that to be the core reason for having this podcast, there was always other things, like a lot of my guests have been speakers on the Super Self Summit, so we've been promoting the event. That's not happening, so we're just, you know, no reason to talk about anything like that. My life has changed just like yours has due to COVID-19. And I've made this conscious choice to take out any commercial uh, motive to my content whatsoever. I have a new company that I've set up, a new business that will feed my family. And this content that I'm sharing with you will help feed others in a metaphoric sense. But who knows? Um, if any corporate sponsorship comes my way and I believe it to align with the values of this podcast, I'll promise you now that will be going to charity because this is not a self move. This is a us move. And I'm simply using the position that I have in this world of, of life that we are in now to be able to confidently share on a Facebook live or on a podcast to connect people, to have interesting guests and to allow you guys to be honest that's worth more. That's worth more to me and it's worth more to people than anything else. So that's where we're at, everybody. Um, there's a lot of great content out there on podcasts and on the internet, but I think it just sits better with me that there's no motive, no commercial element whatsoever. It just sits better with me. It's like there's no other reason for doing it at all, just purely because it feels like the right thing to do. If money didn't exist, 
there's nothing different about this podcast episode. Does that make sense? Gary, can I be really honest with you? He said, of course you can be really honest, Gary. Go for it, mate. We're here. We're doing it. Um, Perry, well done, Chris. Very brave, yet very inspiring. You're a top man. I'm glad to know you. Carlton, good for you. And Gary, the first time I listened to you, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love this. But after the first time, I thought this man is good and opened so many options to seek out. And I thank you for that. Gary, thank you. Um, Doesn't come as a surprise. And I want to be very clear here. If you are to live in truth and you are to do the things that you feel pulled towards and to express yourself fully, whatever that means to you, I believe you cannot do that if you're hiding from criticism or seeking praise. You have to do it no matter what other people say or do. So first and foremost, like, thank you so much for the comment. It's important to bring context to it and for me not to make this about me now. But the context of what you're saying is really, is really key here, mate, because what happens is when somebody says something to us or we watch something or we hear something, and it's a little bit spikier than other things that we hear and see by choice. So in other words, it penetrates that layer of self-doubt or it penetrates that layer of emotional protection and it makes us actually think a little bit about what we're doing the first thing that our brains will do is push it away our brains will reject it and go yeah 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 you know like you've just said or who's this dick who who does he think he is talking about all this stuff or it will go oh it's all right for him he doesn't know about you know what i'm going through or things of that nature So the rejection happens because it's going to hurt somehow and we don't want to face that truth. And it's not that I or anyone else is the truth. It's that the words you hear when they go in your brain are resonating with your truth, but you just haven't let that truth happen yet. You haven't let it out. It's just stuck in there and you're keeping it locked up because you're protecting yourself from being vulnerable. So I appreciate you sharing that comment with you because that's good feedback in the sense that it no, I know that I'm doing the right thing because it's supposed to be thought provoking. And I'm delighted, Gary, that you feel like it's helped you open up and seek new options because that is exactly what we're trying to do here. So I'm thrilled. And I'm very grateful for you, mate. I really am for being here every week. It would be a lot different if there was nobody here, albeit I would still continue and would still produce content that I you know, hopefully um, see valuable for you guys. Chris is just jumping in the comments. He's just thanking uh, people, which is really humble. Nice thing to do, mate. Well done. And um, again, thank you for all your effort and input tonight and um, being a role model for what is possible when you take full responsibility. 